Welcome to SEC Unfiltered, home of the best SEC content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry guys. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sports entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports. Pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of, they have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews as well. Guys, so many fans and listeners of SEC Unfiltered have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. Well, so again, go download the Price Picks app or go to PricePicks.com, and when you do, use the promo code SECU to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from SEC Unfiltered sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. offense is looking to make waves in 2024 they want to be dynamic they want to be potent they want to be high tempo and certainly high scoring and best of all they can do so because of the man in command now Kalen DeBoer but one of the biggest blessings that DeBoer had at his time in Fresno State and then later on at Washington was an excellent sidekick in Ryan Grubb that was the Robin to of course the Batman that's now running the show in Titletown 
But much like in the comic book series, sometimes parting ways and starting your own venture is best for all involved, which is exactly what Grubb is doing. Headed off to the NFL to partner with Mike McDonald as the new offensive coordinator for the Seattle Seahawks. So where does Alabama turn next? Is it as simple as an internal promotion? Do they bring in another name from the SEC or... Do you just hand the playbook over to somebody that knows it better than everyone else? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome on into SEC Unfiltered. I'm your host, Cole Thompson, and we got a ton of content coming your way. We talk college football every single day. So the best way to stay involved, make sure you hit the subscribe button down below. Hit the ring button. That way you don't miss a single episode of SEC Unfiltered. Go ahead and follow me on social media at Mr. Cole Thompson. Make sure that you also download the podcast version of the show on iTunes, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcast the sync systems. And for all content surrounding the SEC, why don't you go ahead and join us over at SCCU, sccunfiltered.com. So Ryan Grubb leaving for the NFL is not an unnatural thing. You're starting to see more coaches depart the collegiate ranks and now enter the next stage of the game. And for most people, that is the highest honor. That is the biggest distinguish that you could have next to your name. To be able to say that you ran an offense or were calling plays or in command at the professional level with the millions of dollars, the accolades, the Super Bowl, Make no mistake, this offense can work in Tuscaloosa even without Ryan Grubb because of the architect and Kalen DeBoer. There was a reason why last season Nick Saban, when looking for his replacement at OC for Bill O'Brien, he actually made a phone call up to the Pacific Northwest and nearly brought down Grubb. Ultimately, Grubb wanted to stay loyal to DeBoer, and he also kind of wanted to stay loyal to Seattle, which is why this is a move that doesn't feel uncommon. He was just there, family's still up there, kids are now in school, instead of taking them away. Yeah, probably the comments made about I'll be your Alabama OC. Definitely kind of hindsight 2020, but that doesn't mean the offense still can't be one of the best in college football, especially with what you're returning in talent as at quarterback in Jalen Milrow, what you brought over in Jermaine Bernard at wide receiver, and a slew of other names that are still going to be a part of this roster. People seem to forget that Alabama for years on end has always been a pump line factory when it comes to recruiting. Top two classes, literally everywhere, riddled across the board. Top five players at their respective positions. Kalen DeBoer just needs a little bit of time, a bit of luck, and maybe a few glitz and glamours along the way to figure things out. He can get this job done, but best way to do so is by hiring people that you know, which is why this is such a unique situation for the Crimson Tide going into 2024. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. 
But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. If you are to go make an outside hire, there's one name and only one name that you bring in. It's Kirby Moore at Mizzou. Kirby Moore is a rising star in this business, and he has been growing critically throughout the last few years. Started off underneath the board staff as a wide receivers coach at Fresno State, ends up staying on board to take over as the offensive coordinator, and then a year later, he makes the jump over to Missouri. So much like DeBoer, and people are wondering, can we actually find this type of success with a guy that's never called plays in the SEC, doesn't understand the lay of the land, doesn't know what the recruiting hotbeds are? Moore's got that under control. And more of more is a good thing. It's an absolutely wonderful thing, especially after what you saw last season in Columbia. Over 30 points per game on average. They had a stellar quarterback in Grady Cook. Two lethal weapons in Theo Weiss Jr. And in my opinion, the Fred Bolitnikoff Award favorite, uh, uh, Luther Burden. Plus, you know what you get in the rushing attack, whether it be Cody Schrader, what they have right now with Marcus Carroll coming in over from Georgia State. This is a guy that understands the offensive concepts. This is a guy that understands what DeBoer is looking for. And more importantly, understands the SEC. So if you've already seen him go toe-to-toe calling plays and getting you to 11 wins this past year, and there's some familiarity with the type of offense that you want to run, it just would make sense. And no offense to Missouri. They're a good program, and they certainly are on the rise, especially when it comes to the recruiting prowess with the NIL and the transfer portal. It's Alabama. There's very few jobs that you say no to in any capacity. And Alabama is not on is on that short list. They absolutely are. There's something about coaching on the sidelines at Brian Denny Stadium on a sweltering Tuscaloosa Saturday afternoon that just carries a little bit of weight that most people will never be able to experience. And knowing that you have a relationship there, that would make sense. You've already seen Blake Baker lead this offseason to go join forces with Brian Kelly down in Baton Rouge because if he realizes what LSU is. Maybe Kirby Moore is doing the same thing. And if you have the same amount of success, you know he's going to become a head coach. This is a guy that is at least a year away from starting to get interviews for opportunities, whether it be at the group of five level, a low tier power five job, or I guess power four at this point, you know that he's going to be a name that was wanted. So why would he not wanted be wanted by a guy that he already has a relationship with? If you want to make an internal hire and truly give the play calling duties over to one person, You go hire Nick Sheridan. Sheridan's already the tight ends coach. He has very little play calling experience, and it wasn't that promising when he was at Indiana as the offensive coordinator, but he's been on staff with Kalen DeBoer for years. He understands everything that DeBoer is looking for in terms of personnel structures, in terms of play calling, in terms of certain options, in terms of red zone efficiency. He was effective last year working with the tight ends and making sure that there was a lot of potential for opportunities with Michael Penix slinging it around the yard. 
So you already know that there's that trust factor, that element that should carry a lot of weight in terms of DeBoer worrying about being the CEO approach. And then there's the other option. And the option that I think most people have come to conclusion with and the one that I would stick my neck out for and say is the only option. Kalen DeBoer calls the place. Whether or not you want to say losing Ryan Grubb is a big blow, because it is, it's DeBoer's offense. It's been DeBoer's offense. It was the one that won him multiple championships when he was at the D3 level in South Dakota. It was the one that got him the head coaching job at Fresno State when he was working magic with Michael Penix Jr. It was the one that Jen Cohen saw, felt in love with, was enamored by, that made him make the jump over to Seattle and become the Washington head coach. And it was the offense that produced not only one of the best wide receivers we've seen in a hot minute in Roma Dunze, but a Heisman Trophy-worthy performance from Michael Penix Jr. in back-to-back years and a record that got you to 25-3 and and ultimately landed you in Tuscaloosa. If you're Kalen DeBoer, you realize at this point in the, in the system, it's a little too late to go ahead and bring someone in and try and teach them your methods and your demeanors and your wordage. That way you can be on the same page. You got to hire somebody that either knows the offense or you do the job yourself. And so if you're the board this morning, you're saying, who can call an offense better than me? Who knows my offense better than the person who designed it? Who knows how to line up personnel get players in the right position to where we can be successful play after play after play. Oh, wait, it's me. I'm the guy that can do that because if I've done it and look at what the results have led me to, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, of all places in college football. So if I'm I'm DeBoer, why not make this call? Also, here's the other thing that's really important. It's setting the tone. This is a new era of college football. It's a new era of Tuscaloosa football and Alabama is not changing its ways. Anybody who knows the Crimson Tide faithful are not going to be keen taking an eight and four finish next year. They're not going to be sitting and saying, well, let's just see how things pan out in year two. They want to be in the college football playoff. They don't even want to be there as a 10 seed. They want to be there as the SEC champions. They want that first round by. They don't have to want to worry about fans flooding into Bryant Denny Stadium for the first game of the college football playoff. They want the easiest path to make sure that they're still in the running to hoist up national titles. And the best way to do so is blame the coach. Have the coach be the one to set the tone moving forward. Because every single time that you hear this already, nobody blames the offense coordinator. Nobody ever goes ahead and says, the offense coordinator is the problem here on a play. Say it's like a late game and it's a fourth down call and this is for the this is for the victory. You look at it, people say, well, the coach could have approved that play. Well, the coach could have declined it. He could have called an audible at the last second and say, hey, no, we're running this instead. Well, when Kalen DeBoer now is going to be the one getting all the blame, he can be the one to say, no, I signed off on that play. I decided on that play. And it's worked in the past. Multiple coaches have ran their offense in a certain demeanor. And more importantly, they've also been highly successful at it. Lane Kiffin is the offensive guy for Ole Miss. Kirby Smart is the defensive guru for Georgia. And then you look at some other times, it doesn't mean you have to stick to it. You can always make changes, especially after a year. When you find out what the flaws are, when you find out what the job takes, when you find out what type of daily dosage you're going through, you can always make a changes. And sometimes change is necessary. Eli Drinkwitz is a perfect example of this. Two years ago, call in place, six and seven finish, underwhelming offense, same personnel. You have Luther Burning, you have Brady Cook, you have Cody Schrader, but then you realize, I want to be here long. I want to be here for the foreseeable future. I don't want to have to fire up the resume and look for a new home. So I'm going to go ahead and hand over the play calling to someone else. And you did. You handed it over to a guy that led you to an 11-2 and finish. And now 
days are bright in Columbia. Jeremy Fisher, perfect example. Ran an offense that was so out of date that not even, I think, Jameis Winston would find success in it at this point. He hires Bobby Petrino. Ultimately, Fisher was fired. But he realized, if I want the best version of Texas A&M football, I got to go outside. I have to make a name that's going to bolster our overall production. And for for a while, before the offensive line decided to fall apart and quarterbacks were coming in left and right, it was dynamic. They were averaging underneath Bobby Petrino this past year over 29 points per game. Last season, underneath Jimbo Fisher, they were 101st in scoring. You can't win in the SEC when you're 101st in scoring. So you look at the board, one season, one year just to set the tone, make sure that people and players understand this is the personnel we're running, these are the concepts, these are the plays, and it's a selling point for recruiting. You're not changing the offensive personnel or the offensive concept so long as the board is running the show until you have to. But you can always go out and you can bring in another name. You can always go out and bring in another coordinator. And maybe, just maybe, DeBoer realizes after one year, this offense is going to work. It's going to hum. We're in line to still be a playoff contender year in and year out. But I have to focus more so in on recruiting. I have to more so focus in on the NIL. I have to focus in on the transfer portal. I have to sell this program to still be the dynasty that we all hope it can be. And so I'm going to promote Nick Sheridan. And Sheridan gets to learn all the cadences, all the calls, all the audibles for a season before taking over as the primary play caller. Ultimately, it feels like if this late in the process, you have to go with one person, whether it be a guy that already knows the system from the outside looking in or a guy internally who has watched the system flourish and be bountiful for multiple seasons. And in the end, maybe it's just you calling the plays. It's not the end of the world to see a coach like Kalen DeBoer make the right calls. Nobody's blaming Kirby Smart when he wins national title after national title. Nobody's yelling at Lane Kiffin when you're able to get the most wins in Oxford history. Nobody is blaming, actually many people are blaming Jimbo Fisher, especially when you have the number one recruiting class. And look at where it got you. If Kalen DeBoer thinks right now, just to set the tone in year one, the best thing for the Alabama Crimson Tide is for him to be calling the shots. Hard to go ahead and press against otherwise.